It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, for more information on the show, you can now like us on our Facebook page. Visit Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. We begin this morning with Major Robert Clank. He's with the Salvation Army. It's our pleasure to welcome Major Clank to Sunday Morning Magazine. It's nice to be here. All right. Now, we've had you guys on many times from the Salvation Army, but remind our listeners exactly what you guys do at the Salvation Army. Absolutely. The Salvation Army is a church, but it's also uh, an agency that meets the needs of, of people, regardless of, of anything else, just to, to make a difference in people's lives and, and really just bring them back to a stable place in their lives. Okay. So when we think about the Salvation Army, I always say this when I have you guys in, you know, so many people think about the red kettles. That's one part of what you do. But let's talk about more because you do so much more. Well, in, in greater Cincinnati, they're just touching on a few things is we have a senior residence for low income elderly. We have after school programs. We have daycare centers. We have an anti-human trafficking program. So we really we adapt to meet the need depending on what the need is and what area it's in. Okay, good. Now, let's talk about this now. You are involved a lot with disaster relief, and you work with some major disasters, including Hurricane Sandy in New Jersey, Hurricane Harvey in Houston, Texas, and Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. Tell me about what it's like, you know, because most of us don't have that experience when you walk on or boat on or whatever the case may be to a disaster of that magnitude, what is that like? Really, every disaster has its own unique personality, its own unique issues. When you arrive, you you just, you can't have any preconceived notions of what it's going to be like. When I was in in Houston for Hurricane Harvey, it really was hard to tell that it had been impacted when I was there because that had been a flooding event, not as much of a wind event. So you could see it. Businesses were back in place. You know, stores were open. There was some some damage, some debris around, but not sufficient. You know, three days later, I was in Puerto Rico, and the devastation was just unbelievable. You know, with traffic lights down, still in the middle of the street, and you know, millions of people without power and without water, just people trying to get by, not being unusual for people to stay in li- or to wait in line for five or six hours to get to a working ATM to get $20 out. Wow. Wow. You can't go. You have to be prepared. You have to be trained to go into these areas. Let's talk about the training, what you guys do at the Salvation Army to train those to go into, like yourself, for um, a Hurricane Harvey or um, Maria or Sandy. When you go into these areas, you have to be trained. Sure. Uh, The Salvation Army has a training program. The Salvation Army, one of its great strengths is that it's local in, in so many communities. We already have a footprint. We already, we already have a presence. So really our, our most significant disaster work is done in the neighborhood where you live. You know, in greater Cincinnati, we respond to a, a number of calls each month to assist public safety personnel, to assist victims of fires and such. And, and that's where a lot of our training, we do have some coursework, some classes, but a lot of the training is, is just getting your feet wet on the local disasters and, and getting to see what the Salvation Army does and how it does. And then as you progress, you begin to be deployable and begin to take some additional uh, coursework and some additional classes 
so that for the larger disasters, you, you really are prepared a little bit more for what to expect and what not to expect. So when you're in the middle of this devastation, what do you guys do at the Salvation Army? How do you help those that have been impacted by, you know, a Harvey or whatever uh, the situation may be? How do you guys help? Sure. Well, I have some some unbelievable numbers from Hurricane Maria. Uh, through April, we had served over 12 million meals. That, that just astounds me, you know, because I grew up inner city Philadelphia, but I've served the Salvation Army in a town of 6,000 people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I could have fed that town for more than a year with the meals we fed already. Uh, cases of water, 150,000 cases of water, which comes out to more than three and a half million bottles of water in Puerto Rico. Uh, very often, the, the strength of the Salvation Army and one of the greatest assets is a listening ear. Many times people are able to get by with, with some of the physical needs that we can provide. But very often it's the emotional impact that mm-hmm. the, that it's had on them. And it's training our people to just be able to listen and, and just being able to, to share that there's hope, you know, while you might not see the hope today, we are messengers of hope. We're messengers of, of the love of God amidst all this devastation and disaster that, that there is something more. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday morning magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. In the studio with me is Major Robert Clank. He is with the Salvation Army. He's here this morning to talk about disaster relief. For more information about the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Now, often, whether it's on a local, national, or international scale, when a disaster hits, we all want to help. We see people collecting, like you said, bottles of water and donating things like that. Why are cash donations often encouraged? Absolutely. Well, there's really a, a few core reasons why finances and a monetary donation is the most effective. The first is, if you give us goods, we, we incur a cost to get them there. And depending on the weight, water is very heavy. Mm-hmm. The cost of getting water to Puerto Rico was quite costly at times. Uh, the, the second primary reason is to put money back into an impacted community. It's, it's always much more cost-effective to go to Puerto Rico and be able to spend some dollars on the businesses that are closed down and be able to resource them and, and allow them to get some income because that has an impact on so many different levels. It, it allows them to keep employees. It allows them to, to pay their staff while, while they're working. And, and again, it's much more cost-effective for us to buy local because we can then get the specific resources we need locally instead of having to spend manpower identifying what resources have been donated and how to, how to designate and delegate those for use. One of the most effective programs I saw the Salvation Army do was at 9-11. And what they did was, with some of our donations, we were feeding five to 6,000 people three meals a day at Ground Zero, at the Salvation Army was. And one of the Salvation Army leaders came up with the idea of, we started buying at a reduced rate from the local restaurants. Those restaurants that were in lower Manhattan that had been so impacted by the falling of the towers were able to stay open and employ their people. And we were able to use that food to feed the firefighters and the first responders. So let's talk about the differences you saw in Puerto Rico with Hurricane Maria versus what you saw in Texas with Harvey. Well, the biggest difference I noticed almost immediately was 
in the United States, we can always get more resources driven there. Mm-hmm. In Puerto Rico, uh, transportation and access became a, a major issue. Uh, at one point, the port was not usable. The airport was being used primarily for uh, rescue personnel. So getting resources in became problematic. You know, again, in the United States, we could deploy for a, for a Hurricane Harvey in Houston. We could get hundreds of vehicles there within a week. Puerto Rico, they had five vehicles there for the first, I believe, two and a half months. And that's what we had to use to, for the whole island. Wow. So how do you stay mentally and emotionally intact? Because you're seeing so many people devastated, yet you're there to help. But you're seeing so many things, and I'm sure your emotions are high. How do you maintain that? Well, to be honest, you don't always maintain it well. Okay. But the reality is you, you create a network of, of people, and very often you deploy and, and you find someone who, who you're able to talk to and really just vent at, and you create those systems, and, and you create the, that, that process of really de-stressing every day so you never get to that point. Uh, one of the big issues is exhaustion. It's not unusual to, be, to do three or four weeks at a time, 16, 18-hour days nonstop. So even the physical piece begins to play on the emotions and the mental. Wow. So basically, you just keep on going. Well, you keep on going. The direct service, when, when you're providing a case of water or meals to a family, really it's very encouraging to see their gratitude, to, to see the impact you have. Um, very often it's, again, it's exhausting, but it's gratifying. And that's what gets you up the next morning is, you know, I was able to make a difference in someone's life today. Okay. So let's talk about locally here. You know, you do things, you touched on this, but I want to talk more about this um, in terms of locally fires and flooding and things that we have going on right here in our own community. How is the Salvation Army then able to step in here on a local level? Uh, we do have a system locally. We, we support public safety primarily and work with our partners in the area, the American Red Cross and Matthew 25 and we, we have some great partners who do a good job. The Salvation Army, uh, we, we get notified by the county or the city or whoever has the need. And we actually have some units local that deploy some, some mobile feeding vehicles and some other resources that we can deploy to emergency site. Uh, usually we get there within an hour of our call. And we provide, again, hydration, meals. Uh, we carry blankets. We carry whatever items might be needed. And then we also have access to other resources based on what the need is. A lot of what we do is we do with our partners. So I know, speaking of partners, I know you and your wife, you guys started the Mobile Canteens. Tell us about this program and the inspiration behind it. We started a program in Winton Terrace okay. that uh, using one of our feeding vehicles, one of our disaster vehicles. Uh, obviously, I, I have a passion for disaster services. That's what my, uh, my graduate degree is in. My wife has a passion for literacy. So we, we really identified a specific need, and there's this slump in the summer of students when, when they're not reading, when they're not being required to study, where they just begin to lose, and it takes months and months to get back uh, that education and that, that ability that they had lost in the summer slump. So we decided that uh, we would go into Winton Terrace two days a week, and using the, one of our vehicles, we, we provided a hot meal, and every time a child came, they could get a brand new book. 
And uh, so that if you came the entire summer, we did it for eight weeks, we went two days a week, you could have 16 new books in your library at home, plus with the school meals not operating during the summer, it, it supplemented some, some families that really struggled with the, providing the needs for, for their children. Oh, wow. Really good program. And I do a lot of work in, in Winters. That's actually where I grew up. So. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you Kraft and Winesti was, was one corner, and uh, Winesti and uh, Dutch Colony is the other corner. Okay. And those are the two stops we make uh, every Tuesday and, and Thursday during the summer. All right, Major, and with that, we're running out of time this morning. Let me ask you this. Whether it's Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico or Hurricane Harvey in Houston, Texas, or Hurricane Sandy in New Jersey, you've been there, you've seen it all, you work disaster relief in all those areas. What have you learned about the human spirit? Very resilient, Mm -hmm. but also needs encouragement sometimes. The the human spirit does not give up. I've seen some, some horrible conditions. You know, Puerto Rico really was probably the most significantly impacted widespread area I had ever experienced on a, as a disaster site. And just where every community you went to, the people were, were just working together. They, it really bonded communities and it was amazing. And, and what little they had, they were sharing with each other and it, it's encouraging and, and reassuring because so often in the media, all we see are the negatives and it's just such a, such a good experience to see people helping each other, you know, just making, making impact with their neighbors. All right. And Major, if our listeners, if they would like to join you perhaps on your next disaster relief mission, we know that there's training available through the Salvation Army. How can they find out more about that? Or how can they find out more about the Salvation Army in general? Absolutely. They can go to the Salvation Army Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky website. It's going to be www.salvationarmycincinnati.org. And there's information on all of our resources and our disaster services at that webpage. All right. Well, we're out of time. Thank you so much, Major. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. We've been speaking to Major Robert Clank with the Salvation Army. Again, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine right after this. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today.